You're listening to the Beyond the Profi podcast, where we help you out of career burnout so that you can reclaim your personal freedom while pursuing your passion. I'm your host, Jasmine Haley, entrepreneur, influencer, and educator that will help empower you with our interviews, strategies, and straight talks. If you're ready to push past your comfort zone to your greatness, you have found the right podcast. Stay tuned and listen in. Hey, this is your host, Jasmine Haley of the Beyond the Profi podcast. And our guest for this episode is Amanda Ortry. She is an empowerment coach originally from Baltimore, Maryland. I can't wait for you to know where she's at right now, which is amazing. Her path as a coach started through her own personal journey of self-discovery and growth. She realized that there was massive and sustainable change that was needed and it was possible. It was fueled. It has fueled her passion to help other women tap into their own potential. She hosts workshops, retreats, and works with clients one-on-one to empower them to discover their own unique path to thriving in their life. I had the absolute pleasure of meeting her before she left Baltimore at a, um, oh my gosh, vision board. A vision board um, creation be with uh, Be More Brave. Oh. <laughs> be More Babes. <laughs> Her business is called Season of Becoming, and I am over the moon that she agreed to be on the show today. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. I was so honored when you asked me. I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean, I love watching your journey. Just a short period of time that we've that I've had to, a chance to follow you. I love hearing uh, what you're doing, the words that you're saying. I feel like it just resonates so much with me. It's things that I have dealt with, and and I know that if it resonated with me, I know there's some more women out there that have dealt with those different struggles. But um, I love what you're doing, and I just want to dive in deep because it's not an easy thing to to empower people. You know, there's a lot of work that we have to do internally. And I know with you, you have had to do that with yourself and embracing some of those, those struggles. How did you get to that place to, you know, embrace the struggles that you have to also go through? And I don't like to use struggle because that's such a negative word, you know, the journey, you know, how have you been able to embrace it and, and, and continually put out such authentic, genuine content that really shows that not only are you working on yourself, but you're really helping others do the same. I have been so inspired by the journeys of so many other women. And when I am having a hard day, I almost feel that it is a disservice not to share that part of the journey. Because with social media at the forefront, we are constantly seeing everyone's highlight reel, and that is just not the whole story. And when I was on my own journey, okay, I would pick up a self-development book, and I would do the 30-day course on how to be happy, and the end of 30 days would happen, and I wasn't happy yet. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? You know, why can't I get this? Mm -hmm. And after doing the work and reading the books and listening to other people's stories, I started to realize that I'm not alone and I'm not broken and I just have to find my own path and my own journey. So I share what I share and I try to share my tough days as often as I can in hopes that other women will see it and they will read it and they will say, oh, okay, 
I can keep going because I don't believe that people that are successful have a lack of fear or bumps in the road. I believe that they persevere. And if you don't have a support system, if you don't have that confirmation that you're not the only one in this, it can be really tough not to say, okay, I'm, I'm throwing my hands up on this one. So I, I do it for me, honestly, because on those days, sometimes I just want to put my head under the covers. Um, and I know that if I show up for myself and for people, I'll be able to keep going. And hopefully they will too. I tell you, there was a post that you had, I think you were like sitting in a car or something like that. And what really, <laughs> what really, really struck me was the fact that you needed to take like a pause. Like you really, I think you had like a sweater or something over your head as you were <laughs> sitting in the car. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need one of those right now. It was like one of those days I was just feeling like, man. And what I, what I really appreciate with that post was seeing a real, real life, um, talk that we go through in our mind and our head and how we interact with others and you recognizing that it was time for you to take that pause. That's not an easy thing to do because we're bombarded with things and just our culture of go, 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 keep going, keep going. You got to accomplish as much as you can. And there's no sense of pumping the brakes. And I'm guilty of that too. Yeah. A lot of people are, you have to pick your head up sometimes. And I like to use the analogy of caring for a child. If you were caring for a kid, I've been a nanny before. I don't have children of my own, but you're constantly, are you hungry? Are you okay? Do you need something? We don't do that with ourselves a lot of the time. So those moments where I had to throw that sweater over my head and put on meditation music, um, I don't want to fool anyone by saying that that was an easy moment for me to just surrender to that and say, this is what I need right now. But I had a choice. I could continue to go through the rest of my day feeling stressed out, breaking out in hives <laughs> the whole nine, or I could take these 10 minutes and, and use it for myself. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I think it's so cool to listeners. I can't, I can't, I can't hold this in any longer. Okay. She is, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's left Baltimore. Uh, one, she's in love, newly engaged, <laughs> but she's traveling across the country. <laughs> Talk about some personal freedom, you know, really taking that time. Like, what is that like for you? And is it, is it something that, is this a journey for you, for you personally as well? Not just for your, your soon to be husband, but just, is this helping you get to a deeper level of consciousness by really letting go everything, every materialistic thing you can think of? Um, of course we need our phones and we need our computers to continue to do the work that we're doing. Correct. But that's such a big deal, you know? Yeah. Um, this journey, we've been on it for about two months now. If I had to go home today, I would have already learned so much about myself and what I need and who I am and what I want. The situations that I have been in since we started this journey, I want to call this like a year of uncomfortable or something like that, because I have 
been so uncomfortable, but in a necessary way. I have had to push myself. Like, I'm a huge germaphobe. My mom was, she cleaned houses for as long as I could remember. Uh, My grandmother was like constantly walking behind me with a rag growing up. So even something as small as taking a bath in a shower house or something that's unfamiliar to me, I am just like seeing how far I can go and amazing myself around every corner because things that I never would have done, hikes that I'm going on, um, talk about fear of rattlesnakes. And we lived in the desert for a whole month. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) But the cool thing about this journey we didn't plan it very much. Like I was on a hike in Arizona. This is how this happened. So I met a couple, they were retired. They had just purchased an Airstream. I was like, wow, that's really cool. My fiance was in a transitional position in his life where he wasn't sure where he wanted to go for work and what he wanted to do next. So one thing kind of led to the next. And I was like, what? let's do this. We, we could actually do this. And we didn't have a huge plan other than rent out the house, sell our things and head West. And we have been taken in so many beautiful directions that we could have never dreamt up. And that is a mindset that I hope a lot of people can adopt, not having to have everything figured out all the way and just trusting that if you're moving in the direction of the things that make you feel good, you will end up where you're supposed to be at. Mm. I'm reading right now that, 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 whoo, went right here. Okay. I love it because I'm actually reading a book right now from Oprah, her newest book. It's about finding your path, finding your purpose. And she was like, when you find it and when you are truly embracing it and intentionally working towards it, everything will work out. Things will start moving out of the way. Yep. Not you controlling it. Yes. It's crazy when it starts to happen and you have to have an insane amount of faith. And I don't even mean religiously, just in yourself, in your people, in your environment, that if you do good and you do the work that you're supposed to be doing, it will work itself out. And I have been in a lot of coaching programs that they encourage you to pick a goal and then reverse engineer it. So, you know, every single action step that you need to take today to get somewhere five years from now. And that has never worked for me because life is not black and white. Even if you are trying to get to a destination and you have a GPS and you know what road you're supposed to take, there could be a tree falling down in the road. There could be a storm that floods a path that you need to go on and you have to adjust and you have to be willing to keep that end goal in mind and constantly be navigating yourself in that direction no matter what comes along your path yes and you know when we try to for me personally i just know for me when i try to control every single aspect that's happening in my life it leads to anxiety you know Mm -hmm. and it gives leads to stress Someone had said earlier today, one of our um, interviewers, um, interviewees, they had said that it's either anxiety or stress. So I think stress has to do with the past and anxieties with the future, something like that, something to that extent. I don't know, know it all the way, but it really just, it really impacted me because I was like, you know what? That is so true. And when I let go and I say, you know what? I, I, I can't control it. 
there's nothing. And the only person I can control is myself, yeah. you know, reminding myself of that. Even when you think you can, or you think something's secure. So before my fiance and I went on this journey, he had a very stable corporate job and he had a risk in front of him. Do I leave this job to start something on my own or do I stay here? Well, two months on the road, a portion of his company closed and so many people that he worked with lost their jobs. Wow. You don't know what is going to happen and all of the energy that you spend worrying about it. That was just such a clear black and white. We were on the road having a hard day. Like, ah, is this really what we're supposed to be doing? We took this huge risk and then that happened. We were like, you know what? Yeah, this is what we're supposed to be doing because we are in control of this. Day by day, moment by moment, hour by hour, we have decisions that we have to make. And we are trying not to get too caught up in what is the end goal here? Yeah. So when you're going through life as life is, like you said, that was such a perfect analogy. You're driving, there's a a tree trunk on your road or whatever. You know, things are going to happen. Challenges happen. Things that you don't expect, things that are hard and so what are some ways in which we can check in on ourselves? Because the hardest part is, you know, um, for dental professionals specifically, majority of my listeners are dental professionals, 99%, 99.9%. <laughs> One day it'll grow bigger, hopefully. Um, you know, we are constantly run by the clock. Yeah. So it's so easy to when we step out of the operatory, when we step out of that environment of clinical care, we're still running by the clock. Like every second of the day is, is taken away. Like what are some ways in which we can check in on ourselves so that we can be a little bit more mindful and be in a place where we're letting things be rather than trying to control every aspect? Yeah, that, that's something that across all industries would be useful to know. And one thing that I highly recommend is having a team meeting with yourself every day. And I know that that might sound a little bit silly. Uh, I saw a meme that was like, if you see me talking to myself, I'm having a team meeting. So that's why I call it that. I love that. (laughs) Having a conversation with yourself, just like I said, if you were watching a kid, you would say, how are you doing? Are you okay? having a conversation with yourself. And one of my favorite questions, my coach taught me this and I will tell it to everyone I ever meet is to ask yourself, how is this serving me? Because no matter what you are doing, it is serving you somehow. And when he said that to me, I was like, I don't know if eating a pint of Ben Ben and Jerry's is serving me. And he said, it is. Think about how. And I was like, oh, my comfort. This is serving my comfort, my need for safety not my growth. So life isn't black and white. Not everything that you are going to do is growth minded. Sometimes you need that safety. Sometimes you need to put in those hard hours. But when you look at what you want out of your life as a whole, I like to call it a sounding board. And I walk my clients through an activity where they actually look at what's important to them. Time with family, success in their career, a certain financial threshold. And to during that team meeting, with yourself, check in and say, okay, where am I at right now with spending time with my family? I know that work's important to me, but is it getting at to the point where it's out of control? I don't necessarily believe that balance is a thing, but being able to 
someone told me one time, it's like juggling and just like trying to catch one ball before it hits the floor. And sometimes that's the reality of life. When you're in an industry, uh, my past career was real estate. Same thing, very time consuming. It's a 24 hour a day job sometimes. Mm-hmm. I had to create that inner dialogue with myself or it would get to the point where I was canceling dinners with my fiance. I wasn't showing up to family events and soccer games. And that is not in alignment with the values that I strive towards. So you just adjust. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. Um, I definitely need to have more team meetings. <laughs> like we all call it team meetings, like actually do that. <laughs> Yeah, I sit down with myself and a piece yeah. of paper and I write it down. Oh, I love that. I actually, I love that, Amanda. Yeah, because you yeah. know what? I, I'm always in my head, but I'm not always writing it down. Like I am starting to journal this week and it's been a huge release because there's been a lot of overwhelming things happening to me as a mother, as I'm trying to juggle my professional life. And I was just so utterly frustrated. So I just started like brain dumping everything just letting it all out exactly how I felt all the ugly things that I was feeling. I let that out and I just felt like a huge release, but I never really ever take that time to really think like really check in, check in. Yeah. And I love that. And put it in your schedule because if you're not taking it as seriously as an appointment with somebody else, um, my coach put it, in very clear terms to me the other day. He was like, how's your CEO doing? I was like, what? He was like, you do realize that you are the CEO and the coach in your company and you need to have conversations accordingly and treat your business like a business. Whether you are, you know, an entrepreneur, self-employed or working for somebody, um, your own journey is about you. And if, if you're not checking in with yourself, you can't possibly show up for the people that need you the way that they need you to. Absolutely. And you know, it's, it's funny. Well, it's not funny because solopreneur being a solopreneur is like, whoa, man, I'm started. <laughs> you know, when I first started, first of all, it was a hot mess. Thank the Lord. I had some coaches that helped me kind of <laughs> refine things, get the processes down. And now I'm in the place where now I'm scaling, I'm doing that. And but it's even, it's still a struggle because it's still, everything is still on your shoulders. Regardless of that, everything is on your shoulders. And I can, sometimes I can even feel, and I don't know if you've experienced this or have heard this from your clients. I can feel the tension rising right in here, <laughs> right in my shoulders as I'm opening up my email, which is the reason why I've turned off all email notifications, all social media notifications, Unless I actually go into it, that's the only way I'm going to receive it. Um, Because as a solopreneur, a lot of people don't realize, like, for instance, I was talking to um, my social media assistant and I had to break it down for her. There's, there's, I don't have 40 employees, right? So if you don't follow through on your deadline, it affects me. What I'm doing, it's going to hold me up and then I won't be able to move forward. And I don't know where I'm going with this. It just feels good as it's coming out. Let it out. <laughs> but so being a solopreneur, I'm telling you, it's something. And there was something here that I was looking here at your at your bio, and and um, one thing that you had mentioned was visioning, exercising. And I thought that was interesting because, you know, when we're younger, we dream a lot, 
we visualize things and then as an adult it gets harder it gets harder to be in that place yeah some people don't even do it and that is not a judgmental comment it's when you take on the responsibility of a family or a business you forget to think about what you want and the first time i hosted a vision board workshop i didn't give much guidance because i assumed that everyone knew how to think about what they wanted which was a wrongful assumption of me because they were too busy thinking about everyone else all the time and it's like in the movie the notebook when he's like what do you want you know we have to ask ourselves that because if not we will start a career put our heads down for five years and look up and and say how did i get here this isn't where i want to be at mm -hmm. and whether it's we did a vision board workshop together which was really awesome because that's actually a physical representation so a little bit about the vision board workshops you essentially think about what you want in the next year find photos that represent it that way when you wake up every day you can visualize and you can see the things that you said that you wanted for yourself which will help you consciously make decisions in that direction so if you want to be really healthy and you've got a picture of a big salad and you wake up craving mcdonald's you're probably less likely to go get that mcmuffin if you see this vision that you created for yourself but it also helps you subconsciously when you're out and about in the world go in the direction of the things that you said that you wanted Another great visioning exercise, which is my favorite because you can do it every single night, is before you go to sleep, close your eyes and imagine how your next day is going to go. So it doesn't even have to be, visioning doesn't have to be this grandiose, what do I want in 10 years? It can be, how do I wanna to feel tomorrow? And closing your eyes and watching yourself getting up, going to the gym, eating a healthy breakfast, spending time with somebody that you care about, hitting a sales goal, whatever it may be that you really want in the next 24 hours, put it in your mind first and it'll make it that much easier to actually physically go after it when you get up and you're ready to take on the day. I love that. You know, the my first vision board that I made was last, it was 2017, yes. And when I looked at it in comparison to the new one that I made with you and Be More Babes, um, what, tell me her first name again. Hope. Hope, okay. <laughs> so with you and Hope, um, I can see how I was able to manifest what was in that board. And now this new board that I have is so much more full and it's and right in the middle it says live life in full bloom mine is actually right in front of me so like when i sit down and work it's right here and for me everything was about focusing on more personal development for this year and i've seen that i've seen it i've seen that change um and it's so powerful when you take the time to sit and do that and what was great was that i was amongst friends and uh stranger friends and then my friend christy but um, it was a beautiful place to be in. And I think that everyone at some point should experience that. Thank you. Yeah, I find that one of the reasons that I created this business is because the self-development journey can be so lonely mm -hmm. because let's think of a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. In that process, it goes into a cocoon and it goes into hiding. Mm 
And a lot of us do that. And a lot of us want to do that. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with needing to go inward to grow. But through the vision board workshops and the retreats, I am purposefully and intentionally creating space that is safe and comfortable to have those growth conversations and supportive. And just like you said, it feels really good when you're surrounded by other people that are also concerned about their well-being to all be in the same room and the energy just starts flowing and Mm -hmm. it's hard to describe. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have one final question for you. Okay. And that question is, what was the best career or personal advice you have ever received? Okay. Marie Forleo. I'm not sure if you're familiar. Yes, I love her. (laughs) But I am participating in her B-school right now. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's it's life-changing. I highly, highly recommend it if you're looking to run an online business. Yes. One, one thing that she says is how would you behave if you were the best in the world at what you do? Mm. I wrote it on the whiteboard that is right by the door and I see it every single day. And it reminds me to show up for myself, for my people in the dental hygiene world. You don't know how badly that person in your chair needs you to be the person that you went into this industry intending to be. Mm -hmm. And that is a question that I ask myself every single day. And it has kept me going and, and kept me showing up as if I was the best in the world at what I do. Yeah. I freaking love that. (laughs) (laughs) So I was in, so for listeners, I got to give you this little background. I first heard of Marie Folio from this awesome Forbes podcast that I absolutely loved. It's called Mentoring Moments. And when I saw that everything is figure outable, I was like, who is this lady? Um, <laughs> My favorite. She is phenomenal. And so her B school, it only opens once a year. Like if you don't get in, that's it. So I've never done it. I know that one day I will. I'm in a different um a different journey this year. So, which is why I didn't opt. I almost clicked it. I almost clicked it, but I was like, no, I'm not in that position um, right now. I'm my coach. Her name is Jessica Rodriguez and she is amazing business strategist. And so she's helping me and I've been working with her for almost six months, like a little over six months, like maybe nine months, but anywho, I digress. I think that's phenomenal that you're doing that. And I love what you shared. Um, we do need to show up more for ourselves. And we also need to uh, keep in mind, one of my favorite motivational speakers is Les Brown, that there's greatness within all of us. And we just got to tap into that and, and share it with the world. I could not agree more. So please tell me where everyone can find you, how they can contact you, how they can find out about the services that you provide and ways in which they can stay in touch. Of course. So right now my website is under construction, but it will be the season of becoming.com. The best way to reach me right now is through my Instagram page, which is the season of becoming or my email, the season of becoming at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, thank you, Amanda, for being on the show. I can't thank you enough and best, best, best traveling. I'm going to keep following you. I'm like a fangirl immediately. (laughs) So I appreciate you. I really do. Of course. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
Thanks for tuning in to the show. We value each and every one of you. Dive in deeper by visiting the show notes for this episode or listening to more episodes on beyondtheprofi.com. If you found value in the show, share with a friend and leave us a review. We will see you next time, BTP family.